Hey, welcome to The Burbs. I'm Dustin. And I'm Jordan. Today, on this episode, I get the pleasure of bringing a bottle to share with my good friend Dustin. We do the same thing every month in a club. It's a show and tell. We bring a bottle. We don't reveal it until it's our turn. We tell people why we brought it, and then we educate them on the bottle as everybody tries it. So that's what we're doing today. So a little background bring before it. I whip out this bottle. Bring it, bring the background, my friend. This distillery are true innovators mm. of the industry. Okay. And so I'm going to share this little tidbit before I, I bring it out. In 2014, they released a series called the Whiskey Row series. Okay. And maybe you know who it is already. Maybe. <laughs> but they let you, with this series, they let you try how their bourbons changed over the years. Mm. So. Isn't that called a I don't know. What is it called? I don't know. Beer guys do that too. Do they? Yeah, where they, they have like this year and the next year and the next year and the next year of the releases. Sure. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, no, they do. I can't remember what it's called though. Well, you can drop it in at the bottom of this video. I will. It's called. <laughs> but today, we talked a little Ooh. bit about it a couple episodes ago, but. There it is. Grandpa's cough medicine, the 1920 prohibition style. Prohibition style. Tell me about Old that. Old Forester. So in 1920, is, the, is it is this the one that was there? It was Grandpa's medicine. You said. Yeah, I mean that's that's where I assume it came from. The you know because in 1920 prohibition, obviously, uh, you could not make or sell alcohol, uh, but six distilleries were granted permits to make medicinal alcohol, one of which of those six is Old Forester, and the only one that was not sold off after Prohibition. Oh, so they're so the they're still last doing remaining. Same ownership. Yeah, 115 <laughs> proof. Do you know why it's 115 wow. proof? Yeah, because Pop-Pop had to have, he had a bad cough and he had to get it handled. No, so the medicinal had to be bottled at 100 proof or barreled at 100 proof. And then with the angel share, it would have been 115 proof. So do you know what the angel share is? Yeah. It's the, is, it's the stuff, is it the stuff that soaks into the barrel? That's no, that's the, the devil's, devil's share. cut. The devil's cut. Yes, the angel, angel share, share is, is just like the evaporation. The evaporation. Yeah. So they say you could lose almost 1% of the bourbon over a year, each year okay. for the angel share. And so today we have the 1920 Risky, Whiskey Row series. Unopened. Whiskey Row. First real pour, first so, legit taste. Uh, we'll, we'll open it and talk about it, but I want to talk about some of the history of Old Forester because yeah. it is... Here's what I know about Old Forester. Old Forester has... Uh, I've had it before, but also they have bottles for pretty inexpensive. Yeah. And then they have like their birthday bottle was like two hundred sixty five dollars yeah, or something like, like that. Super MSRP. sought after. Yeah, yeah. Every so. year in September to celebrate uh, George Garvin Brown's birthday, they release this George Garvin Brown. That's not yes. as good as Aloysius. No, it's not from last good. episode. But this is it looked dark. It does look dark. Well, it's you know, one hundred fifteen percent. I mean, one hundred fifteen proof. Proof. Everybody knows one hundred fifteen proof is dark. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the mash bill of this is 72% corn, 18% rye, 10% malted barley. This doesn't smell as sweet on the nose as the, as the last one. Remember how I said everything smells the same to me? Mm -hmm. This doesn't smell the same. 
It's you should be getting on your nose cherry. Nope. I get cherry. I get cherry. Nope. Caramel, dark chocolate, and nope. then like a maple syrup and oaked spices. I oak. I can I can taste. I mean I can smell a. Um, I guess it's oak, but it's it smells woodsy, but it also smells charred. I really get the cherry. Oh, now I do. Yeah. It, it, that's a thing. Once, it once you out. say it. No. Well, once oh, anyone says it, something. I put it into your brain. So can I tell you? Do you want to keep tasting this, or can I tell you a little bit? No, tell me first. Okay. So Old Forester was founded in 1920 by George Garvin Brown. He was a pharmaceutical salesman. Mm. He takes credit for selling the first bottled bourbon in 1870. Wow. There is an 1870 part of the Whiskey Row series that okay. you can get. It's 90 proof, and back then he used to sign each bottle to prove its guarantee. But I thought it had to be 100 proof. No, for the 1920. So oh, things change what, what, over time. Yeah, for, from Prohibition. Yeah. yeah. So in 1897, with the Bottle and Bond Act, it then increases to 100 proof. And so they also have an 1897 version that you can try. And then in 1910, so in, innovators is what I'm telling you, right? First one to bottle it. Okay, in 1910, a fire breaks out on the bottling line. Mm, sorry. Tasted it? Yeah, by accident. I'm no, just, I'm fine. used to. Tell me. Uh, it, it, the first one always just burns. And this might just burn. I mean, it's burning. It's still burning because of the uh, the proof. That's good. I like that. Uh, you like the burn? <laughs> it sits with you. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it burns for a, a few seconds. So on the palate, they say caramel, malty nuttiness, graham cracker, green pepper. Or was it green pepper corn? I didn't write it down. Coriander <laughs> yeah. and cedar. Well... Once I say, once I have a taste, then I I really get the cherries coming through on this on the smell still. Oh, oh wow! It's like a it's like a it's multitude. It's a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff, and then it still burns. Yeah, it's good. So the, I mean, it is good. The finish. I is, taste the cherries. Yeah. Yeah. They say finished tart apple, toasted marshmallow, mm -hmm. dark chocolate, and graham cracker. Yeah, none of those. I'm, yeah. I'm getting... <laughs> I'm not, this is not a liquid s'more. <laughs> no, I'm getting caramel. I'm getting uh, vanilla. I'm getting cherry. The the sweetness in the... As much as the burn lingers, like after that goes away, there is like a tartness and a sweetness that kind of lingers. so good it is good it's very so I, cherry i i don't know the guy's name but and it's I, still but even right now like when did i i'll put a timer up it's still burning yeah you feel it right here in your chest it feels good i touched my mic probably like goo, 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 goo. sorry about that oh man um so you let me get back chills. to this and anyway i actually watched a youtube video where this was on the guy's top five bourbons that you can pretty much get at any liquor store okay. anywhere you go yeah and so msrp uh, on this high yeah i don't think so. I think it was like 50 bucks. Oh, surprising. Um, but anyway, so back to the innovators that are Old Forester. In 1910, a fire breaks out on the bottling line. They had already dumped the bourbon to start bottling it. So rather than letting it go to waste, they put it in back into barrels. So they were the first ones to create a double-barreled double bourbon. Wow. And that is called a very old fine whiskey, and that is available in the Whiskey Row series too, a 1910 version. And then this is the 1920 
And it was, like I said, one of six distilleries, the only one that hasn't been sold off after Prohibition. Hmm. Interesting. So it goes even further. 41, World War II, first distillery to devote their whole lines to creating industrial-grade alcohol to okay. help the war. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 51, they were the first, they released the first bourbon decanter in the holiday season. Oh. Interesting. So right? like Santa Claus or something? A decanter, like, I know, you know. But, well, yeah, but remember they would used to release those ceramic ones that looked like things. Yeah. Like they'd have like. I saw the picture. It just looked like, like a fancy bottle. bottle. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'll see people, they, they went to Goodwill or something. They go, oh, I got this. And it'll say like. Yeah. So like it'll say a bourbon brand, you know, on there. And you're like, oh, I didn't know they made. Yeah. It just ceramic. looked like a way fancier bottle. Okay. Um, I sit corrected. But in 59, so if you'll remember a couple episodes, we talked about um, Stitzel Weller or Old Fitzgerald at the time having to sell in the 70s due to the lack of interest in bourbon. Mm -hmm. So in 59, they actually, to combat the growing cocktail culture, they created an 86-proof bourbon uh -huh. to use as a mixer. Yeah, for mixers. Mm -hmm. In 62, they released the President's Choice, which is the first single-barrel bourbon. So not blended. You could wow. buy one barrel, only one barrel, and it would be in bottles. So think of the, all the bourbons yeah, of the year. Barrel. They usually blend them together, and then they bottle them, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then in 02 was the first vintage dated bourbon for the 156th year of the birthday of George Gavin Brown. So this is that's what you were talking about, the old Forrester birthday bourbon that comes out every year that's super, super sought after at a very yeah, high very MSRP. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's uh, It's got bite. Um, definitely if you're, you don't want to go 115 proof like out the gate, like you just want, you don't just, this isn't your sipper for the whole night, probably. No, if you're new to bourbon, you probably don't start at 115 proof. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> even in the evening, I probably wouldn't. It wouldn't be, my, unless I'm only I having don't know. one. It's pretty sweet. It, I'm, and that's not I'm it. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that. Oh, you don't, want, you don't want to be six Zimas to the wind. Exactly. Yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, you know, you want to, if, if you're going to have an evening of sipping, uh, the last thing you want to do is hit this too hard early on because mm -hmm. you'll be asleep. Yeah. I get you. Taking a nap at about eight thirty. But yeah, I mean, Old Forester. I mean, so much history in yeah, this didn't one know. bottle. I had no idea. Yeah. So a little bit about the prohibition. Like I said, uh, had to be barreled at hundred proof, and then you could actually go to the doctor and be prescribed this, and you could get a pint every ten days. Hmm. And so they have like, you can. Google it, you can see old pint-sized bourbon bottles that have the prescription mm -hmm. of whoever plastered on the back of mm -hmm. it. And so uh, they said prior to prohibition, well, prior to Bottle and Bond, there was an estimated 8,000 distilleries in the United States. Wow. They said prior to prohibition, there was thousands of them. And then if you think if there's thousands pre-prohibition and six were granted permits to continue making. How did they get them? The permits? I guess you apply for them. You know how government Sure, but is. why would they give some to some and not to others? I don't know. Maybe it's uh, your capabilities, your respect. Maybe they had to have a, a doctor. You're, you're on... renowned. I mean, he he was started as a pharmacist, yeah, so maybe, maybe a pharmaceutical a, salesman. 
some sort of uh, connection with the, the medical industry. But crazy, right? Super crazy. And interesting. Uh, it's always so interesting to find out about these bourbons who, or these distilleries that have been around for longer than both of us, like at our ages up, and they're way older. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah, he started bottling in 1870. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know they had glass in 1870. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I did. Yeah, come on. Come on. Don't be a dumb-dumb. Old Forster. You know, I actually had a bit of a negative uh, sort of outlook on Old Forester for a long time because I have heard, I read the blogs, I look at the right. magazines and everything, and, and also just individuals' opinions on things, and I'd heard some pretty negative things about it, but I knew that they were talking about the lower end stuff. And then when the birthday stuff came out and people were going ape over it, I was like, yo, this stuff, maybe maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, and I did a little bit more reading on it. And it seemed like there are like kind of there's like a line you hit because some bourbons, some some distilleries, you can go middle of the shelf or lower shelf and it's still drinkable. Right. Uh, apparently, not so much with this stuff. Okay. But once you hit that line that, that and which doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. I mean, you think you'd make great bourbon all the way through. And I know a lot of people love it. Yeah. So I'm I mean, just learning is, about it. I think I've had the 86 proof, and then this is the only other one that I have compared to. And I mean, just proof alone, you can probably imagine the difference. <laughs> well, it's good. I like it. It, it burns. I mean, it generally when you have like your ninth or eighth, tenth sip, it stops burning. Not this. No, it just lingers right it here. It just burns all the way down. And I, I like that peppery feel. I do too. So anything else you got for these guys? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I mean... Clearly, innovators of the industry, yeah. constantly adapting over time to Super maintain, and it shows in the fact that they're the only distillery remaining post prohibition that yeah. hasn't sold off. Yeah, I mean, they're doing something right. They have a good business model. Yeah. You got this in Kentucky, right? Yes, I got yeah. it in Kentucky. But from my understanding, is this is something that you can mm -hmm. get pretty much anywhere. Did you find out what the mash bill was? Did you tell me? I did. Uh, the mash bill: corn seventy-two, rye eighteen, malted barley ten. So I did say that earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, get your get yourself some old Forester uh, 1920 Prohibition style, and let us know in the comments what you think. What 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 are you getting on the nose? What are you getting uh, on on your palate? Uh, also, don't forget to leave a comment on previous uh, episodes and on this episode because we pick one person who leaves a comment from our YouTube channel, and we will get you something from the online store at this distillery or if the distillery doesn't have online uh like merch or whatever then we'll send you a verb shirt so it's there worth it's worth leaving a comment all right guys see you next week and uh cheers mm. that's interesting. That's interesting. oh yeah That's never, never is <laughs> pat yourself on the back <laughs>